Well, uh, no, actually, please speak before you. Uh, I feel like for once you're outnumbered today. <laughs> so you think he's uh, he's underrated as well? Well, I don't think he's underrated. I mean, he got his props, okay. right? He got his props. Rock the Bells. He's kind of like right. um, come out with countless hits. He did so good at rapping that they gave him an opportunity to act. <laughs> like Queen Latifah. Yeah. Latifah. Do you know why Queen Latifah stopped rapping at all? Because she can't fucking rap. That's why. No, nah, but the last BET shows, everyone was singing their songs and she was sitting in a crowd. I'm like, she's not dead. Usually when they sing <laughs> someone's song, it's because they're dead. <laughs> not she's there. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like Rhapsody, Lil' Kim, we're all rapping that her songs and she's there sitting in the crowd. I'm like, why she's not on stage? Yeah, that's kind of wild when they do. That's like tribute to somebody, like you said, that's gone. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Because uh, they made a tribute for DMX and Method Man, Buster Rhymes. We're all rapping DMX songs, which right. I understand that. But not Queen Latifah. She's sitting there. Hmm. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know why she quit rapping. I met her once when I lived in L.A. She used to work out at my gym. And um, nice woman. But she wanted to do she wanted to do more. She wanted to act. Yeah, there's no wrong by acting. But it's like she gave up rapping. Like, well, how long are you supposed to rap for? I mean, look at, like, Dre, Eminem. Fitty, I mean, they, none of those guys need to rap anymore. None of them. Yeah, but they still do. Yeah, but not really. Do they? I mean, dude, does Dre's not putting music out? Like, nah, haven't you heard the last music he put out? How long ago was it? A few months. I could pull it up. It wasn't it coinciding with his um, Stroud Compton film? No, no, no. That's, that's a bit older. Yeah. He put lately, like, um, for a Grand Theft Auto game. Oh, you're right. He did produce right. some of that. Six songs, bro. There's with Nipsey, with... There's a lot of... I'm not sure if it's on Spotify, though. If it ain't on Spotify, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Doesn't qualify. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gospel is one of it. Right, so... His last release, his last album, studio album on here says 2015. So that was seven fucking years ago. Yeah. And this is actually, this isn't even all his music. So I don't know what's up with Spotify. Spotify and Dre probably don't. don't what do you mean? That's his album, Compton. Yeah, I know, but there's only three albums on here. He's got more than three albums. You see what I'm saying? There's nothing else on here but those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's probably, him and Spotify are probably. You know. No, no, no. That's, you know why? Because when Snoop bought Death Row, he, can't, he removed all the albums, Death Row albums from Spotify. Okay, that's why. That's why. That's so, why. So You're right, because he's got his own like platform that he wants to push, right? Streaming. Yeah, platform. yeah. Oh, no, it's, yeah. it's the Death Row app, I think. Yeah, there's a Death Row app, yeah, now. Yeah. I think that's a mistake. I was thinking about that today when I was writing the show. Maybe it was last night. The um, because I was looking for Jay Z because he has he had a release um this week in hip hop, which we'll get into in a minute. But it was I was like, I wonder if it's on Spotify because he's got his own fucking 
streaming platform. No, yeah. Right? But no, his shit's still on there. So I was thinking if it's not, but it's, it's a detriment to his money if he doesn't have it where everywhere it can be big. But so. the thing is, rappers are waking up now because Spotify and all these platforms, Apple Music and stuff, they make millions and they pay them change. Yeah, of course. But. They pay the artists. So they figured out why give them the opportunity. But now they have the status. They don't need this platform. I think that so, what you're going to see is, and it's going to be a problem for music. I could be wrong. I'm wrong all the time. But much like these TV platforms that are streaming, everything gets moved to their own platform. So I have to buy eight subscriptions to watch eight different programs instead of just paying for cable like back in the day yeah. and watching whatever the fuck I want to watch, right? So if music is like that, if I got to go over here to listen to Dre and I got to go over here to listen to somebody else, that's true. Bro, that's, that's wild. Problem. I'm not paying. I'm not pay- I pay for this one. 90% of what I want is on here. If yeah. 10 is over there, I'm not it's It's, I think it's a little bit to do with greed and power, right? So I think we need to find a way, I say we, uh, there needs to be a way where you're able to have the platform that you use and somehow uh, there's a distribution deal. So it's like, you know, a, a substantial amount goes to the artists and it's in favor of the users, the people, the, it's us who drives the the industry really and the sales and everything. So you know, you've got to work for us too, right? Be accessible to to all platforms. Then they're going to come up with some crazy shit like, well, you can sub- subscribe to this artist and then you have access to them on Spotify or Apple and so Bruh, forth. Don't start putting ideas in their heads like that. That's wild. Bro. That's <laughs> totally what'll happen. That's I mean, going to happen. That's what, that's what 50 Cent did though. He ha- he has stars now and he's millions of views now. Hmm. He didn't use Netflix. He didn't use Amazon. He just opened his own stars. Mm. Well, stars is a TV network. Yeah. It's, it's been around for fucking ever. So I think he might have bought into it, but yeah, all his stuff it, is yeah. there. And that's, well, that's what everybody's doing. So, but it only works if you're big. And there's only like, true, yeah. there's only like maybe 20 hip hop artists that could pull that off. Maybe 20. Not even 20. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? then you would have to have like a group you would have to have like all of like migos you know it had to be like takeoff quavo and everybody that they associate with you know all that type of like mumble rap yeah. genre needs to exist that's correct on some some platform whereas you know dre or wu-tang or whatever they could have their own shit what's going to ruin it is the politics in it who owns the rights to what it was like when sony had spider-man but then you know that he couldn't feature in all the all the shows before all the uh, films beforehand or you wouldn't see wolverine and x-men with all the other avengers and uh you know we just want to see everyone get along and be on the same track others are going to rely on some random dj to put a few acapellas of varied artists onto one beat that's just living the dream there but i think um what we need what we need is kanye or yay to put a little bit of energy 
<laughs> and that money before he loses all of it into a platform that will allow us to on, listen to everyone's songs without having to subscribe to like eight different subscriptions as you put it what's yay saying already started with kanye sorry so let me just start the damn podcast then since we're talking about kanye west already and we aren't even into the show i want to give y'all a shout out thanks for listening if you're listening thanks for watching if you're watching uh first time listeners last time listeners y'all the shit if you're listening on spotify we appreciate you this is where you get the full podcast because youtube likes to shut this kind of shit down when we playing beats we're gonna have some hip-hop beats we got uh mr Uwe with me today i got a special guest in studio which i might even pull out the beat battles and see if we can get him to freestyle on some stuff for us later on <laughs> uh, uh, but we'll see so um you guys know what you're supposed to do. Thanks for uh, reviewing, uh, rating, and subscribing, and all that stuff. Are you vaping right now? Are you vaping during my introduction to the show, Mister Motherfucking Uwe? Vaping Guilty. during the show? That's Sorry, just. That I'm just a dragon, man. I'm just a dragon out here. <laughs> right on. Right on. So um, let's get into the show. As you know, how I like to get this stuff started. Let me turn down Noriega back when he was still Noriega, not Nori. Nori. And um, we will get into beat battle. I don't know if we're going to do these Nardo Wick and Roddy Rich and Drake on this episode like we were supposed to on the last one because we don't have the Doc, Doc, Doc the Chima. He's here in spirit. But he's not on the show because he's got work to do because he's a fucking doctor and he ain't named Drake. He's doing that shit for <laughs> real. Um, right. Those are game time decisions as always. If you got beats and you're a viewer, you want to send your beats in, send them into music at v3tv.uk. And we'll let you know if we appreciate it, if we're going to make those tracks burn at the stake. As always, I like to start the show off shouting out those who carved out something special in the industry along the way for you and me to appreciate. This is the Beatdown Podcast. You can hit up this playlist on This Week in Hip Hop on Spotify, and we'll let you enjoy the music. So put your headphones on because this is where you're going to want to hear those beats. So 1991. I was leaving high school. This is way back in the day. I don't think either one of these guys were even born in 91. This guy, I was. this guy was, I was. barely, they were, y'all weren't even out the house yet. They were still in the house. Still in diapers. Still in diapers, yo. 1991, um, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I don't even know if y'all even know what's up with Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I wish my brother George was here, came out on this day. 1991. Boom. A little bit more uh, volume. 
of the ears. Mr. Bobalina, god damn it. Check that shit out for you. On this day, 1993. Wow. Oh, yeah. 1993, bruh. Easy E. It's on. This was basically a Dre disc for yeah. like eight joints 37 minutes of fuck Dre from Easy E Where the music going? He's here Mike Easy E did we lose your connection? Can you still hear? I can hear it. I can't see you though. Left blow. That was my right. Shit. <laughs> Fast forwarding to 1994. This track came out with one of my favorite rappers and one of Mr. Uwe's favorite rappers. His favorite rapper ever of all time. Check it out, man. Check out what I got here, man. What is that? Yo, this is what I got from my man Nas, man. Where was born? What is it? Put up, kid. I know shit is rough doing your bid. When the cops came, you should have slid to my crib. Fuck it, black, no time for looking back. It's done. Plus, congratulations. You know you got a son. I don't even slap you. Why don't your lady write you? Told her Jesus, baby, that's when she got hyped up. Flipping. Talk about he acts too rough. He didn't listen. He be ripping while I'm telling him stuff. I was like, yeah, shorty don't care. She a snake, too. Fucking with the niggas from that fake crew that hate you. But yo, guess who got shot? Don't be on our way home. 1996. We drag us all the way from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast. <laughs> West CIE. West Side Connection bow down. West Side Connection. Battle bing, lines bing, bing, were drawn. Battle lines were drawn and they were solidified. This was uh Tupac was killed the month before. Shit got crazy in hip hop. We we're this gonna is... have to pump it up a little bit for me. Okay, I don't know where you are, so that's better. But but make it please, make it please. Bow down. Some bangers, man. That's brilliant, man. One of my favorite ever. 
what you doing on our turf? 1998. Sorry, 1996. We're still in the same year. What am I talking about? Ghostface Killer came out with Iron Man. Gotta show some respect for Ghostface. Come on now, long dick style, niggas on the head out. Hey, yo, I ain't right, my spit out. Eventually, what's a rap gun mentally? We're doing it eventually, kid. I'm not putting this in. I'm not putting any of these into my top 25 of all time. Not yet. I know we can we can debate this this one love track all you want. I think we lost it again. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, there we go. All right. I just took your headphones off, so I started tripping. I don't know what's going on. Fast forwarding now, 1997, when they started making these super groups. Oh, yeah. The firm AC Nas Escobar from the Browns. I love folks. I think for me, this um, this album showed that you could take all these dope ass MCs and still make a shitty ass album. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That album, ain't yeah, it's not that great. Yeah. Such, that album is such a cool sad thing. state of affairs. You had all that greatness, and then it didn't amount to much. Other than what, two songs? Mm. Yeah, two tracks, and this is one of them right here. So it's like. It's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. So, um, same year. I don't know if y'all remember this shit. Timbo. Off the heels of Missy Elliott, Timberland, and Magoo. Your favorite Welcome Magoo. Welcome to our world. Yeah, Magoo can't rap, man. Come on. Mr. Magoo. Exactly. <laughs> Magoo ain't shit, but this beat was fire if you had subs in your trunk and yeah, your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That beat was fire. Yeah, Timberland beat time. This was really ahead of his ahead of time in general. All his beats. Well, yeah, this this is what was up back then. We we really came into our own, I think, hip hop musically in the like the mid to late '90s is when it really started to change, and we started hearing different sounds, more complexities in the beats, and I think that's what we saw. So um, next year. You might not know this track if you oh, don't you need to go shit. find it. 1998. Bus a bus. Bus a bus. This is when like TV, music TV shows, like yeah. actually like MTV, The Box, Bass. That was that era. What for the surprise? Give yourself a make a nigga close over your eyes. All my niggas getting money, capitalized. Die, little small guy, we on the rise. Everything a nigga touch, platinumized. Full of your quick, you know we coming all on supplies. Got a big gun and I'ma show you the size. You fuck with any of my flip mode, family ties. Me and my 
This is another rapper that I think used to be really good, but it's kind of like not so good anymore. Y'all can challenge me on that one. <laughs> but this track is the shit. I got mad respect for this joint. We can't just give him that year, though. This guy is, like, timeless. No, 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 no. This is just the year that this came out. I still love if y'all put some good shit out. Because, obviously, this song and this band did something far greater than they did in the year 2000. Outcast. I like this track better. I had two tracks lined up. It's the same album. But just the lyrics on this track are just cold. I actually like the beat too. Same year, it's your boy Jay Z. This album was some bullshit. Is this Pharrell? Isn't it? But this was the only track on this whole album that was any good. The Dynasty. You come on here with Pharrell, and this was a club banger. That's the only part of the song I like. <laughs> Last and certainly not least, 2002, we had to skip over 2001 because 2001 was just a bunch of whack ass music around this week. So um, this one was popping just for the simple fact that this was some new mm. shit that was coming out. Oh my God. Some new rapper really kind of, sort of, kind of. It's from my hometown. <laughs> I, I don't like him at all. What? <laughs> Lose yourself, Eminem from the Eight Mile track soundtrack. I know this is some of y'all's favorite stuff, so we had to always put it in the playlist because Eminem was influential in the hip hop game, and that's what this part of the podcast is he all about. Opportunity. You must be crazy. Everything you, ever want. you must be out your goddamn mind. That's what my grandfather would say. <laughs> you must be out your goddamn mind. 
His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are right, the course. Here goes the cold water. These homes don't want him no more. He's cold product. I think my favorite part of this song is when Dave Chappelle spoofed it on his show. <laughs> he was like, spaghetti, spaghetti, mashed potato. <laughs> All right, so that's the uh, This Week in Hip Hop, you guys. Like I said, we don't take it up past 2002 unless there was something special in 2003 because if you ain't made it 20 years in the game, you don't know shit. Thank you. I don't know you nothing yet. Not yet. It might be a one-hit wonder. Who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens later on down the line for you. So... We got, uh, oh yeah, hit up that playlist, you guys, on Spotify. There's four playlists now. We got uh, Beatdown Podcast intro beats. If you want to hear intro shit, it's on there. Week in Hip Hop, as well as uh, Top 25 Albums and Top 25 Records. So um, let's just get into it. Do we talk about um, Mr. Uwe? How loud is that on your end? Is it too loud? Can you hear the music? I can't hear it. You can't hear it. Okay, hold on. I don't want it, but I like to. I like to have it. But if you can't hear it, it kind of messes up for you. But you can hear it, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it works so good on this side. Um. Anyway, that's what you get for being remote, sucker. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I started some shit. Um. We got about um. What about 40 minutes before you got to go play basketball? Yeah. God damn it. So we just going to fuck with Mr. West all day on the podcast because uh, <laughs> he started off with some controversial shit before we started saying LL Cool J was uh, underrated. I disagreed. And I just said Eminem was influential because he's in our playlist or in my playlist for this week in hip hop. He says he wasn't influential. So we're getting ready to fight. And then we're going to talk about Kanye, if there's still room, but Kanye doesn't matter. He does. As we all know. He does. Oh, yeah, that's what he was saying. He disagrees with me on that, too. God damn. I love when there's a conflicting viewpoint sat right next to me. We could just have our own podcast, just drink Hennessy all night and just talk shit. Tear this motherfucker up. So why do you think he's underrated? And I'll tell you why I disagree. LL cool I feel he doesn't get the props he deserves. Because when you say LL Cool J in, in hip hop, it, he's not big like you mean you mentioned Jay-Z, you know what I mean? And I believe he's a, an ill lyricist like crazy. He he's a crazy lyricist. I know he went and left for movie stars, but he should be bigger, in my opinion. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that, Naz? Is it too loud? I can't. I can very vague. I can, it's very vague. Okay. All right. So I'll tell you why I disagree with that. <sighs> like, I mean, album sales-wise as well. I don't think he done good as much as Jay-Z, for example. Who? LL. Oh, LL, yeah, Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he's not as good as Jay-Z, for one. <laughs> you should see his face look like I just said his breath stank. 
<laughs> He's not as good as Jay-Z. I just heard I was, I heard an interview on Joe Rogan podcast with uh God damn it, Rick Rubin. And Rick was talking about recording with Jay. And he said Jay was sitting in the back of the studio and just hear the beat, you know, however many times, two, three, whatever times. And he would just be humming along and making up words as he went through the beat. Yeah, he doesn't write anything. Right? Yeah, because he didn't even write shit down. And then he would just go in the booth and just record. Yeah, that's what okay, that's, that's Jay-Z. God damn it, that's talent. Like Have you seen him uh, do 99 Problems? Right. Yeah. Right. Now, why I disagree with LL being underrated, because LL doesn't fucking rap anymore. And the last shit that LL put out is some fucking hot garbage, bro. Yeah, just come marry shit, love songs and bullshit. Bullshit. So LL got... It, well, see, that was your contribution to the show. I don't know why you're trying to hate on that shit now. You know that's your shit. So LL got the respect due back when he was putting out bangers. Back when he was doing Walking with Panther and everything subsequent to that, the lounge and radio and bad and all of that shit before he got on TV his music was legit yeah and I think he got I think he got what he was due I don't know I mean he's his music's not relevant now I mean what music that we were listening to back in 89 90 is still relevant you know anything Eight and um, fucking nothing. Not even like NWA. Maybe? That ain't relevant. Anymore. Nobody listens to that shit. Where are you gonna hear it at NWA? Nowhere at your house. You know, <laughs> like at, at at home is where you gonna hear it. You're not gonna hear it on the radio. Yeah, because it's just, like, just society turned into just a bunch of pussies. Get offended and stuff. Now you can't play their songs. What? It's expensive. They talk about wet ass pussy and all kind of shit. They ain't offended by NWA. I just don't think it's real. You know, like Public Enemy, you don't hear that shit anymore. No. They got to get rid of all, they got rid of all that music. Because if you can't dance to it, we can't sell it and make money to it. So they buried all that shit. Well, we got to give LL some props. He was like the first artist on Def Jam, right? And, And then he kind of showed success and had to kind of gravitate towards commercial success. Um, with with his, like, you know, it, as soft as he might come across, he had some hard-hitting songs. Mama said, knock you out, you know, before he transitioned into doing it and um, around the way go and Hey Lover and shit. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I think, he, you know, he's also got a, a platform of his own, which he's promoting, like, legends and like historic acts that you know deserve their dues that don't get it so he's impacting the you know the the should i say the culture the music in some respects still just not as a as an artist so he's used his position he's used his influences and his kind of like um you know his his time in hip-hop to kind of give back so i've got to give him props there so we can't shut him down too much but, I don't you know, know I said that. I at least I meant to. If I didn't, <laughs> I'm saying he got his props when he was doing something that was worthy of 
giving him respect for the music. I'm not suggesting he's not influential or anything like that, but I'm saying he's not. He's West is saying he's underrated, so he's a rap artist. So I don't think we're talking about him being underrated as a producer or as a contributor to no, no, as a rap artist, as a rapper, right? So as a rap artist, he hasn't done shit. And he's not rapping anymore. So that's why I disagreed with it. I'm not saying in to- in totality, his whole career has been garbage. I'm fuck no. I have off I still got LL music. I, you know, so there's no there's no question there. I just don't think he's old jack shit. That's all I'm saying. You're fine right there. Don't leave it, don't touch it. No. Um that's all. That was my argument. So on to who else did you say was uh you did oh Eminem. You said Eminem wasn't uh influential. Uh, he you were just talking about 50 Cent before the show. You wouldn't even have had 50 Cent without Eminem. That's true. Yeah, you it without Dre, not without Eminem. I think it was both never, of them. Um, Eminem really pushed him towards Dre, and um and they both uh, kind of levied his career into what it is today and um i know um in terms of just eminem alone he's obviously brought hip-hop to a wider spectrum um he gave us a, a a taste that hasn't really been given before so he he was somewhat innovative in his approach he almost made everyone else realize that they could rap without having to like talk about gets and bitches mm. And, um, you know, he did shift the culture. Well, he made it accessible to a lot more people. Uh, And then that's just like on the commercial side. And in terms of lyricism and battle rapping, they're two different other avenues that he kind of like, you know, demolished in a good way, should I say, until recently, which obviously it's kind of been an anticlimax, but definitely impacted the scene when he came in uh, with Dre, and and then again, um, you know, a few albums between obviously giving split personalities with Slim, Shady and Eminem, you name it. So um, I think, is he better than LL Cool J? Probably. <laughs> is he? Um, but, you know, the, the, you've got to give the, both of them their flowers. I definitely think he's better than LL Cool J. I think we, we are going to agree there. Go I disagree. He's a, I don't like him. Also, 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 you have to keep in mind. I don't like him either. Elaborate him. Elaborate. Elaborate yeah, why you, you don't like him. You gotta go deeper than that. But I so don't. what I mean is, you have to keep in mind that Eminem had the most powerful and influential people on the planet: Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. That's why, you know, how many better rappers there are as him or better than him, but nobody knows about them. Yeah, but how many of them are white? A lot. There's a lot. Well, I don't know none of them. That but are none of them had Universal and Dre and Jimmy Iovine pumping millions, millions, millions into into his music. Right. Every everywhere you go, every radio show, playing Eminem, playing Eminem, playing Eminem, playing Eminem. That's how he he got this big, and that's he's huge. That's how everybody gets big, though. But if, yeah. yeah, on a, on a broad but if, scale. If, but if he he never found Dre and they never pumped up his music. Bruh, he wouldn't ev- do sh- that's shit. Ev- that's everybody, bro. Yeah. So that's you not. That's, you don't go to. Hood it's not. And I don't think it. it's a case of where you've got um, Dre and Jimmy Iovine beaming him out to the universe, 
to showcase a shit artist. I mean, they just put him on this limelight and he did his thing to shine. Like he had the skills to to deliver, right? Um, and and you know, yes, they brought him to a wider scale, but that talent is all him though. No, no, like uh, auto tune. No, I don't think many, anyone really wrote songs for him. He did all his songwriting. No, definitely uh, not. He has skills, but the influential he got and everything is because of other people. No, because yeah, but that's, himself. that's everybody, though. I mean, you don't mm. get put on unless somebody puts you on. And that's that's how all of the industry works. When I lived in L.A., I'm constantly telling people, it doesn't matter if you take these classes. They were like, oh, I'm taking this new acting class. I'm like, for what? Somebody sitting over at table 16 can change your fucking life right now if they decided to do that. And that's all that that was. So it's, you can't, but you can't, you can't give an opportunity to everybody because then you just saturate the market. So if Eminem was, think about this. And I, and I had this, we had this debate or I don't know, I tried to, nobody wanted to really have a debate on it. I mentioned it on other podcasts. Every so often hip hop brings out its, it's heralded white hip hop artists, right? So we had Beastie Boys were first. And I like Beastie Boys because they were different. It's party music, you know, it's not serious hip hop. And then they said, all right, let's try something different. Then they gave us what? Vanilla Ice. They gave us that <laughs> whack ass shit. For one song. <laughs> one song. And then they gave us Snow, right? You know, Informer. And then, you know, all these other whack ass. Marky, right? What was his name? Mark. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark. Mikey Mark. Right. Mark. So they'll, they give you the commercial shit, you know, yeah. it's just going to fill the, the screen. So, but it was Beastie Boys. They tried with 50, or not 50 Cent, with Vanilla Ice. And, you know, he wasn't good. And then came Eminem, right? So if you have three Eminems, five Eminems, we don't even have five Jay-Z's. So it's like, you think that, I mean, Jay-Z is top, top shelf, obviously, but take anybody, Andre 3000, right? We don't have five Andre 3000s, and I guarantee you that there are fucking 10 Andre 3000s out there, at least, yeah. right? But if you have too many M&Ms, M&Ms not as big a deal, because there's five other M&Ms. So if you put all your shit behind one Eminem, that motherfucker makes all the money. He has Boardwalk and Park Place. So he can just, that's how I see it. I'm, I'm probably wrong, but that's just- No, from like, um, from a, an exec's point of view, obviously it's like, all right, what have I got in my inventory? Well, I've got this for that uh, type of uh, flavor. I've got this flavor for this type of uh, interest. So it's like, um, you know, if you're focusing on top tier, then you're going to have the best of each item, right? But then, um, you know, it, it, there's no harm in having a wider inventory, right? More selection. But then well, I guess it's an investment that you're looking at, right? Right. They only care about making money. They don't care mm -hmm. about yeah. giving you options and variety. They just want to make as much money off the artist as possible. And once but, you die, they want but to also you, you said he was an influential in the culture. Yeah, I don't believe that. Because mm. a lot of you, you never go to any hood because I see a lot of like podcasts and stuff. Nobody listens to an Eminem in the hood. 
He's on. You sound like the game now. <laughs> I know, right? Um, that's no. that's another argument that we was trying to have with him. He and I believe, yeah, I or hated the game album. I thought it was a good album. Um, hip hop is not just a hood. So if you don't have Eminem, you don't have Logic, right? And I'm not saying I'm some huge Logic fan, but Logic can rap. He's mm-hmm. fucking good, right? He's fucking good. Yeah, he is. So you don't have none of that shit. You don't have, what's that other white dude, Macklemore or something? Macklemore, yeah. Some shit. Um, I don't listen to none of his stuff, but it, people like it. So there's there's these splinter, you know, uh, fucking... But also Eminem was like his like the first real viral white rapper as well mm. i don't think he would be that great if he wasn't white as well no that helped him a lot he came at the right time at the right but that's that's the that's that's my point though because we they brought him in because he was white and could rap well yeah, yeah you, we can't forget skills. the fact you that he can rap that. yeah he, 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 he had the backing of his skills Right, he he definitely came with receipts. When yeah, no doubt about rap, that. They was like, "Fuck that, he can fucking rap." And I'm from Detroit. I never heard of the guy before, you know. But that wasn't my scene, so I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think I, I, maybe influence. He influ- He didn't influence it as a whole, but he he made has an impact. So much music. And he has brought so many things to the table as a result. Yeah, know. but he sold so much music. It's because he, they he, pushed him. Because he can fucking rap. They push a lot of people that are shit. They don't fucking sell. There's a lot of people that you see, and then you don't see them anymore. Doesn't matter how much. There's actors are the same shit. They put money all behind these actors, put them out there on TV or in a movie, and then they just bomb, and you don't hear them from them anymore. So. I don't know. I think he can rap, so that's all. That's it was yeah. He different. can rap. He can rap. And, what he and was I remember when I was I didn't like. But. Yeah, I was gonna say when I I remember when I was a kid in school, and um, you know one of the few hip hop heads, um, because either people were into their UK shit or they're into their grunge shit, their Blink One Eight Twos and stuff like that, mm. and um, I don't know if they came before Eminem or not, but either way, you had you had these rockers. And, you know, suddenly they listen to hip hop. They started off with listening to Eminem. Then they start digging into other shit. Next thing they're listening to the executioners and like yes. they're going further, further back and doing their homework. So, um, you know, it, it definitely widened the spectrum for, for everyone else. Before it was an acquired taste hip hop, right? And then it's just become pop. To so, an extent, yeah, yeah, because we we had stuff like Rage Against the Machine first. I don't know if either one of you yeah, yeah. Rage. yeah, yeah. So that was, I had a friend who has a band or used to in L.A. like that called Sonic or Static Pulse, and that's just hip hop heavy metal, more or less. And that's like that crossover that we saw with Rick Rubin way back with God damn it when he would put Slayer with like Beastie Boys or. Yeah. Public Enemy with, you know, fucking uh, Anthrax, shit like that. So, um, no, it's definitely influential. It's definitely influential. So, we got about 30 minutes left of Mr. West before he goes to shoot hoop. So, I want to have this debate about Kanye and why uh, you think um, he matters and why I'm wrong for having a shirt. He's a legend in every aspect, in every way. 
you, the thing is, you don't. Be, we only know about Kanye what the media tell us, and the media, since now he started exposing shit, they're gonna tear him down apart, and that's what they're doing. They're canceling everyone who speaks the truth. They're canceling him, like Andrew Tate, for example. Same thing. Steve will do it. They're all canceling them because they're stating the truth and they they're exposing shit. That's what they're doing. They lie about these stories about this shit. Like they're saying, yeah, Adidas he lost 1.3 billion, or his net worth is not one one billion or three. He has over 11 billion, so he lost 1.3 billion. So what? He still had nine billion. Who cares? But what he did, Kanye influenced the hip hop culture, in my opinion. Sure. That's no did a very similar thing in, ter- in terms of making it and accessible. nobody pushed him they, he just rejected everyone rejected him if you saw his documentary uh, which they removed now as well from Netflix like they kept rejecting him they didn't want to sign him they just saw him as a producer as a producer nobody listened to him but he kept going he kept going he never gave up he's a visionary he said I'm going to be successful he said I'm going to be a billionaire like 30 years ago and everyone t- thought he was crazy and insane, but he did it. He did everything you said. Okay, that's cool. I don't have a problem with none of that. You're making me I think have... he's definitely going to be president with the mentality he has, because you're right. He went from pushed and pushed until he became a superstar. Hmm. Yeah, because he's got fucking testicular fortitude, right? He's got drive, so that's cool. I'm not questioning that. And to say that the media is lying about shit, Kanye says the shit right out of his fucking mouth. That is some foul shit. And he's always done that. So when he was just like, fuck the backpack rappers, and he's like, fuck uh, Donald Trump's my, like my father and shit, the, the media didn't have nothing to do with none of that. All that shit came out of his dumbass mouth, right? Now, all respect to him as a musician. I, I'm not questioning that. His production skills are are top level, but he said enough shit personally throughout the years to where he's now at a point where he's taking it, he's turning it up to 11 and they're fucking fed up with it. I mean, he jumped on stage when Taylor fucking Swift fucking Jack's girlfriend was accepting the reward and said Beyonce should have got the shit. That ain't had nothing to do with the media. All of that wild ass shit came from that. He was right though. He was right. But Fuck that's no yeah, but that's not what you do. So that that yeah that, that is on par with when fucking Will Smith got out of his chair and slapped Chris Rock. You don't do it. You you can you can be upset with him saying G.I. Jane, but who says in life what's wrong or right? That's the point. Society, though. Nah. We as a group get together and we vote on shit and say, yeah, that's okay. I can I can hit you like that with my finger, but I can't hit you like that, right? That's the difference. Society. Society. That's when we come together, and if you don't like it, you go somewhere else, right? Yeah, where? There's people that live in northern parts of the state that I've lived in where I grew up because they want to walk around with guns. They want to fucking hunt animals. They want to be part of a militia. So they go up there because where I live, you can't do that. So you go over there. If you want to surf, you don't live in Detroit. You go over there. So you got to move to LA. You got to move somewhere where you can do the shit you want to do. So that's how I equate it. But you don't just 
be able to just do anything anywhere. So you can't be slapping people. You can't fucking jump up on stage at a millions of people watching and just take a microphone and just do some old dirty bastard shit. Cause old dirty bastard was fucking crazy. You expect that from him. And that's when Kanye started to show that he was unstable to me. Right now, like you said, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes with Kanye. It's the gradual maturation of all the bullshit that he's putting up with in his personal life and yeah, exactly. music wise and so on. But that's fine. You have to understand why he comes up with this shit. That's fine. But you don't come out publicly with all the shit. You know that it's not it's not acceptable socially because they'll cancel you. They'll do this, that, and the third. I see him as thinking I'm above that shit because he sees himself and he's very, very, was very close and they checked him on this and now he knows he's not. He sees himself kind of like how you might see a celebrity that does some foul shit and you still go watch his movies. Like how R. Kelly, when they were like, oh yeah, he peed on that girl and he did all this, that, and the third. They were still buying that motherfucker's music. And they were still supporting his shit until finally the the powers that be, the people that Kanye were talking about, came out with that surviving R. Kelly special. And then that's when the federal government got involved and then they got him the fuck out of there. So he's right in that regard, but there's certain things, buttons you don't push. You if you know that, if you know that if I if I if I say start wilding out right here, this isn't my house, right? I don't have the control to just come here and just while out because if somebody starts complaining, they they get you the fuck up out of here. It's the same thing to me. So I that's why I think he's tripping. And I, he's I, just saying the truth though. That's the problem. And I think it's the way he approaches his truth, isn't it? Um if he the problem like, nowadays society can't accept the truth. We've been living so long in a false society in a false environment that the truth is madder than fiction. It is. Like, everyone puts on pedestal these bloody Kardashians. But the shit that they're giving to Kanye, they lie about him constantly. Nobody, t- nobody says the shit. And when he goes on a podcast and he, t- and he says exactly what the shit they have been through, like on, on Drink Champs, the last podcast, he said, that they offered the Kardashians millions to, to promote the fucking vaccine. Millions. Millions. So what's wrong with that? But they don't say that. They lie about it. And, wh- and because Kanye says the truth, he's, he's crazy. He's not. How do we know that, that they offered them millions just because he said it? Because that's what they did with all the, with all the celebrities, isn't it? There's a lot of M- NBA players as well. They made videos well, on this. Of course, stuff. they're going to get paid. They're celebrities. That's what they do. No, nah, but they said that they were offered money to come s- back off to the mic a bit. It's, it's yeah, well, everybody gets paid to do shit. I can't even get so. I, when I'm going to LA, I'm like, hey, I'll reach out to musicians. You want? I want to interview for my podcast. They're like, how much am I getting paid? I mean, they get paid to do that shit. That's not. That's wrong, they're not though. doing it for fucking That's free. Wrong. That's how everything is structured. That's wrong. Yeah, I know. Why is it wrong, is wrong, though? Why is it wrong? Because you got a big face behind it. Is it because of the, the, the product that they're pushing? 
Yeah, because this is a product. Product is good. You don't need to promote it. No, that's nonsense. Everybody. I, th- I think it's like you know when you have a certain and fucking yeah. beer and shit on, on. You still pay the celebrity endorsement. Nobody's. Nobody's. It's because society is such a way that is in awe on awe of celebrities, right? Such an influence, influential kind of uh, impact on people that you know they need celebrities to drive uh, awareness, quote unquote, awareness of of vaccinations, and same with political agendas and having that popularity and you know trying to get the black vote or you know whatever they're they're lacking and um and that's been the case using celebrities as drivers for it my my interesting point was how society clips certain things of yay and it's partially yay's fault because you know he says some crazy shit where people are quoting him to be anti-semitic but then he has another segment on the same podcast saying that you know he's jealous of the jews in a way that he's in an admirable way i think he meant it so it's like everyone's sticking together the money comes back around in the same community so everyone gets uplifted and he wants that for the black community and um i think again people take um some hot takes and then they run with it whereas you know in a three hour long podcast like that one you know he said a lot of the things that would probably contradict what was clipped out and used against him so um he needs to know that and he needs to know that when he says something he's gonna be he's gonna be thrown under the bus so you know choose choose what you have to say in a smart manner because you know at the end of the day you're not doing yourself any favors like you know he was um he needs to just like take so listen to the his advisories those that and then help him articulate his message because i think he can be himself he can say what he wants to say but he just needs to word it in the right way because but what are you saying? He's he can't be himself. He can't say what he wants. No, he can, he but he's just not being very clear in it. Because one minute he's saying that you know nobody can uh, cancel me, and you know saying some really like quote unquote anti-Jewish stuff, but at the same time he's praising the Jews. So is it like is he is he trying to get is he like really that smart that he's just trying to get the world to kind of revolve around him, and then he's going to come out with. I'm actually on board. I, I'm, I know what I'm talking about, and here, here's what, here's what I'm pitching. He doesn't need to do any of that to get everyone's attention, though. I just don't get where, where he's going with this. But the problem is, nowadays nobody stops for a second and thinks why he's saying it or what does he mean actually means. Because today, like you said, like from a three-hour conversation, they do a TikTok, 15, 20 seconds. Boom, and that's it. And they project him as they want, as the enemy. But the conversation was three hours long. Same thing exactly photocopy happened with Andrew Tate. Oh, he's a misogynist. Where do you hear that? TikTok. From a three-hour conversation, he explains everything why he said this, this, and that. But they take only that context. Nobody stops and listens and understands why he says certain things that way. You're 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 right to an extent. Now there's a different podcast that I was watching when Nick Cannon came out with all this, the same r- rhetoric as they'll say, right? 
but the guy on the podcast explained what Nick was trying to say. Nick didn't say what he was really trying to convey because he didn't have the knowledge or the way to communicate it. Same as Kanye. So when you understand that blacks and, and other uh, ethnicities or, or people from parts of the country or the world were part of the original Semitic people, like Kim, Kemet, all that means black, all of that shit. So when you know the history of all of it and then use that to support what you're saying, then you shut them the fuck up. But when you do what he did and just came out and said what he said with none of the real reading and teaching behind it to substantiate what he's saying, he just looks like he's just trying to start shit because he doesn't have the professor uh, conversation to come with what he's trying to, to get across. Because what he's saying was to an extent was right. Okay. Yeah. It is right. You can't say you're anti-Semitic if you're black. But if I don't control the narrative of what anti-Semitism is, then you're automatically going to be like, oh, no, you're, you're only talking about this group over here because that doesn't include you. You're not included in our group. We don't want you in our group, even though our group was our group before we removed you from it and then changed the books, changed history. Same with like Nazis saying, oh, well, this swastika is now our shit. We are the ones with the swastika. You're from Malta. When I went to Malta, I was like, what is up with all these Nazi iron crosses all over everything? That's the George Cross. Exactly, right? But that's the same shit that they wore on their fucking shit, right? And I it's bought- It's just different angle. <laughs> right. I bought some jewelry and they sent me the wrong ring. They sent me an iron cross. I'm like, y'all sent the wrong shit. And I threw it away, right? I won't even wear it. It's still in the bag. It's out in the fucking trash if you want it. So it's like, that's disrespectful, okay? When you take somebody else's shit and you flip it and make it your own for whatever the intent is, whether good or bad, in my opinion. And that's why I think what he said wasn't said, like you're, like, like Mr. Uwe is saying, it wasn't said the way that it probably could have been said. And when it's explained to me or was explained to me, it just made a lot more sense. So he just looks like an asshole because he's not coming with all the shit. But then, but then it's not his fault that people don't understand him. It is his he, fault because he's not explaining everything. Yeah, because he talks in a way. You have to understand that these people vibrate on a different level. They have si such high consciousness that regular people don't understand them. The fuck does that have to do with not giving information? So you're saying I'm a regular motherfucker and so is 560 million other people that were like... they are, yeah. Otherwise you'll be a billionaire like him. So you understand when somebody comes with half a point and no information to substantiate that point, you can just automatically ascertain what they're trying this to is, say? This is the same thing when, when you talk about Jesus Christ. Nobody used to understand him when he used to preach. Oh, I'm not gonna have a conversation about somebody that I that's not here or I, that I even that's, can that's verify exists. That's why they ended up crucify him. I, again, he, I don't. I'm not into theology, so I don't know. Yeah, but it's the same thing, is it? It's the same thing. They try if if 
if this if society doesn't understand you you're crazy you're wrong no but he's not explaining what he's trying to articulate well enough for society to understand if i came out and i said black people all black people are lazy and and mexicans steal shit on national tv i'm kanye and i left it at that yeah but you don't understand why i'm saying it you have to stop and think and not... try to understand no it's not no no that's not my responsibility you're being irresponsible with your fucking words if you don't come out and say this is why i feel that way you're not having you're just you sound like an idiot that's think, not how intelligent people function i think Yo. there's a two-way um take on this is like responsibility responsibility lies on yay to be as clear as he can and then there's responsibility on us as the audience to take what he says and maybe not take it for gospel but at least do some homework understand yes. the depths of it 100%. and then somehow together levitate with with that knowledge so there's people that are like yes men they won't fact check they'll see a tweet thinks factual or they'll hear something exactly. and then you know pass it on and that's how misinformation is spread so it's uh, it comes back to him being able to be as clear as he can and anyone else that can't understand him so in the first instance you have to be able to understand him and that's his responsibility to be understood but then if you don't then go do your homework and try and see what he's talking about as you said um for like the semites and the original people and the original man and so forth so like you know um there's responsibility on both ends the media will do whatever they want to do to just get some traction and get you know um yeah. anything out of someone they'll they'll put someone on fire just to get uh you know the the lead and get some they, they do it on going. purpose same thing when they invited him on pierce morgan no that, podcast. That's, that's a nonsense he, that, yeah you even watch he it. was you know, he was doing it um, he was saying things on purpose to make him you know make, go his, mad that, and that's, stuff. His, that's his job that's he's that's, an idiot that's their job so but to to your point about him needing to explain and then us going to research you if you don't have anything else and that's what i was waiting for with the drink champs interview i'm like all right it's a three plus hour interview he's gonna explain why he said it he never explained why he said it so that is not for me to that's it this is it here's here's a painting or an album and this is it, right? There's no history or, or references at the bottom or the end of his book. Yeah. Well, you did your say, homework. You've watched right. the whole episode. So yeah, yeah I hear you watched you. the whole thing. There's nothing there. So it's not like he said, well, I said it because this, that, and the third. Now go research that shit and see if I'm right or wrong or if you believe me or if I don't. He didn't say none of that. He just said, the Jews are doing this. The Jews are doing that. The Jews, Jews, Jews. That's all he did, which is obviously doesn't move a conversation forward i'm not questioning whether or not what he was saying was right or wrong because he didn't give us anything else other than a headline just like you said he gave us a hot take right he gave us something to chomp on and the media is going to take it and they're going to put it everywhere and then he's going to release another album next year and then he's going to run for president the year after that and he's just out here starting shit just to get us talking about him for four fucking podcasts in a fucking row, Kanye West. But also, one thing I agree with Vaughn is once you have a certain 
fame, you have the responsibility to be careful how you talk. But that's his problem. He doesn't he doesn't think that he needs to explain shit because for him he's he's like God. He doesn't have to explain himself. And I think I blame his well. fashion influence on that because you know he'll release something and everyone will just follow without question, even if yeah. his boots are so like. He doesn't feel he, he, has, yeah. he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a fuck that, to explain nothing, you know. But then that, that's the, but, that's his problem that he needs to work on. Yeah, um, if yeah, he, if I agree. He wants, I, yeah. I agree with that on that extent. Also, but also certain people they think people um, forget that. A person like him, for example, he's still a human being. And he can't, for example, make a joke or being sarcastic because the media will twist it into he's crazy or he's nuts. Like the the, the white life matters shit. He was just taking the piss. No, he wasn't taking the piss. Like he that, was actually he was not taking the piss. He showed he showed, have you seen the conversation with his dad, an ex-black panther, and he was like I like that son and he was like what did you like okay and he was like because he's stating the obvious son okay i don't know that that was a conversation that he had with his dad so i don't yeah he didn't play no audio from the conversation with his dad he's telling us what he claims his dad said i don't know that his yeah, dad said true. any of that shit that's he might have just been saying that and who's gonna hear his dad fucking nobody we i didn't even know his dad was even alive right so I'm not calling him a liar. I'm just saying Yeah, you know, but course. he could have joke or said do it sarcastic, take it to have fun, to have a joke, to have a laugh. I think when you're when you're touching on something that sensitive, I mean that is impossibly sensitive. And not again, not really going I did the research on this because I saw something about it after he did it. He just went out with his shirt on and just you know, everybody responded. The exact same shit that happened to me when I went to London yesterday with a Kanye doesn't matter t-shirt on. I just put my <laughs> shirt on and I walked around Soho. I had to go to work and do some recordings and people were fucking stopping me on the street having conversations. That shirt's the shit. That's legit. Da, 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 da. All from the moment I got off the train, literally while I was stood at King's Cross waiting for my train to get back. Nonstop. So if you don't put any, again, it's the same thing with like it's the, the same thing. You yeah. got to put something with it. Otherwise we don't know. So were they hustling and taking money and the 90 million they brought in and where's the money at? Where in the hood has gotten any better because of the BLM money, right? Nowhere. So was it a hustle? Yeah, it's a hustle. Did he touch on that while he came out with the shirt on? Fuck no. He was at a fashion show everybody's talking shit now it's it's created a buzz kanye's out there doing some wild shit with a wild ass black woman candace owens hates being black that woman was she was white so bad okay she don't like people at all so and she's just cheesing up there with them again no context just a headline that's, kanye, that's how though is it yeah but that's that doesn't always work Okay, that's like saying cop killer, right? Put that on a t-shirt or kill cops. He can't put that on a t-shirt and just go walking around. That's extraordinarily irresponsible for somebody that has so much influence, right? 
is too many people that follow him and society is way too fragile right now bro way too fragile yeah, that's true. people will go out there and just start bugging because they saw some shit on a kanye shirt or whatever i mean look at mr Uwe. as soon as you said ll he lit up he got all excited earlier when when you say he he loves ll yeah so you can't yeah. can't speak bad on it you, you know, i love him you just, you just an improvement <laughs> you love him. Oh man, I don't love him as much as they think I love him. I just go, I just play along. With so, so who's your all-time favorite fucking rapper? Drake. Can you Hell to the fucking no. He's like, oh, fucking Drake is out on Friday. I can't wait to do another podcast talk about Drake. You, Drake. Drake is his favorite rapper of all time. Never, never. I'd rather step on dog shit with my bare feet. Um. <laughs> My my favorite is is probably Nas, and if not Nas, then Master Ace. Master Ace. Yes, yeah. I haven't heard that name in a week. I know, man. I know. He's still doing shit. He's still doing shows. Still te- coaching football. Still, still killing it. Uh, and Master Ace is Eminem's favorite rapper. Bro, that's. Um, yeah, that's that's uh news. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we we've done our maybe is this our fifth episode on Kanye, or should I say yay? And it probably won't be our last. No, it's, it's over, bro. <laughs> he's got nothing left. He's gonna run. He's gonna drop an album. And he's gonna run for office. So we'll talk about him two they, more times. They want to remove his music from Spotify as well now. That's a bit much. That's a bit much. He ain't not R. Kelly. They need to calm down a bit. Well, you're messing with I, I, an yeah, entity you... that is as big or bigger than and more powerful than you know the LGBTQ uh, team. So it's more powerful than the whole United States yeah, they're, government. They're the world, man. So you <laughs> they cancel. They I think what he said about the Jews was right. He pulled, pushed the switch, and. Because the next day they cancelled everything, Adidas, Balenciaga, everything. Yeah, I know. Why? Why did he have they... so much confidence in thinking that you know they won't drop him? Because he said that, right? They can't drop yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He said that with real confidence. But everyone is dropping him now. That's almost <laughs> like it's a question of well, why aren't you dropping him? And that's why they did it, right? Otherwise, they probably didn't want to. Yeah, because that's how society is is run now. Pressure. Yeah. Society's always been like that, though. It's just, it's stronger, I guess. Because I remember as a kid, when something would come, like you used to order everything out of a catalog, right? There was no internet and shit like that in the 80s, obviously. So you would go and there would be like a catalog. It'd be like a Christmas catalog and it'd be like that thick. And it would just have TVs, clothes, games, toys, everything in it. And when anything would come that you would order and it wasn't right, you would be like, I'm going to write a letter. And as soon as they thought you were going to write a letter and complain and like one person tells 10, 10 people tell 100. That was the fear back in the 80s. One person tells 10 now, 10 people tell 10 million people, right? So it's way worse. So I think it, it always existed, but it's just way stronger now. But this is show you that you don't have control of anything. No. Like, and they going after him personally. So 
he's saying something right that's hurting people. They don't, he's saying information that they want us to know. Because, like, why you close his bank account as well? No, but I, they're doing it because he's not giving the information. This is, was the point that I was making earlier. He's just saying something, but he's not substantiating any of it. It's like when um, the, the pandemic was hitting, right? And these people would come out and they would say, whatever, don't do this, don't do that, or do this or do that. And because blah, 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 you know, facts, facts, studies, studies, studies showed this, that, and the third. If they just came out and just said, don't take that vaccine because it's going to fucking poison you or whatever with nothing to substantiate it that's wild and it's reckless you can't say that and now that we have like pfizer report and we know that there's some crazy shit or not shit and you shouldn't have put that shit in your body mr who we so we uh know it's not you know what is what i was right what it was supposed to be because they came with the facts they came with receipts he came with nothing but headlines hot takes and incendiary comments to a section of society that runs all of our industry all of it okay and you know that and if he came and he said you know this is why i say this or this supports what i'm saying then you would have had to listen but he didn't so that's why they're getting at his ass yeah but the same thing i said this shit about pfizer two years ago but like you said, I had nothing to show. No, of course But not. now I'm right. Well, lots of people <laughs> are right. But you you didn't go out there and, and you know, start shit all over the place. And I not, tried. And not say anything. <laughs> I went to London to protest. I did everything. No, sharing every day on Instagram. But they keep fact-checking me. Because it's not right. It's not right. It is. It was right. Because I know that these people are evil. They don't want, they don't want you to be healthy. They don't want you to. No, there's no money in that. But we're not yeah. talking about that because I'm not trying to get my shit shadow banned again on, <laughs> on the new YouTube channel. So um, thanks for listening, you guys. We Sorry we got a little bit serious at the end there. It's not a... It's not very often that I got a new opinion sat next to me so I can just sit here and just argue with this guy about how crazy his fucking opinions are on shit. So um, you can find him on... What's your Instagram so people send you hate mail because don't be atting btv <laughs> with this bullshit because it's, it's this west 88 that's the guy 88 you know that's the fucking heil hitler shit man why is he 88 and two is that the year you were born yeah oh friend. god they're gonna be coming for you bro i was born in 88 they coming for you what best month side, bro best side <laughs> july mate july nice i'm <laughs> august <laughs> so um that's the shit like, review, subscribe, all that. Thumb us up, or that sounded nasty, man. Pause. But uh, thumb up the video if you're watching the video. I have to edit all this stuff out on YouTube anyway because they don't ever let us play any other stuff. So if you are watching this on the YouTube or on the Rumble channel, check it out on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're getting your beats. We will be there. So, Mr. Uwe, what are you promoting? Anything good? I'll get, we yeah, gotta yeah. go get a burger from that place you saw on the fucking I know, world. man. Some good, good burgers. I've got another joint that I'd rather take you to uh, first. No, 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 no. That burger looked like my favorite burger from back home. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Interesting thing is that place, they don't add salt 
in there. What what place is it? Burger. Um, this place is called Seventy One Grams. Um, produce is good quality uh, produce, and the whole thing is that they don't add salt because they feel like you know you get enough from the rendered fat in the beef. You get it mm. from uh, the sauces, the pickles, etc., etc., which is the case, yeah, and it's it's good. But I think a little bit of salt would have given it the the edge to be a great. Right, well, don't burger. fucking ruin it for me. We'll go there and I'll give my opinion on it because they don't put salt on the ones that I eat back home either. So check him out at ooey.eats on yeah, yeah. Instagram. You don't got your hat on or your shirt, but where's your branding today, bro? I know I'm slipping. I got I got one for you. Yeah, it's too late now. Show's already done. Um. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right on so follow him follow us at v3 tv uk as you know you are supposed to do and we're going bye bye thanks for listening thanks for watching if you're watching we'll catch y'all next week oh follow beatdown podcast i just gave you all the wrong <laughs> at beatdown pod i swear i'll get back to using that instagram but all the videos are on v3 tv I come from the back streets, flipping OCs in the field, pinpointing Jackson with an urgency. I take your sucker out in a heartbeat, let's get the feels flat. I specialize in the city, it'll be one.